Hello, everyone, and welcome into the latest episode of the NABC Academy webinar and podcast series. We're glad you could join us today. We've got another great guest to speak to today. And before introducing him, I want to remind all of our viewers that each of our NABC Academy episodes are archived for free at nabc.com and the NABC's YouTube channel. They're also now available in podcast form. Simply search NABC in the iTunes store or in your podcast app. And with that, I'm pleased to welcome today's guest. He's the head coach of the 2017 NCAA Division II National Champion Northwest Missouri State Bearcats and the 2016-17 NABC Division II Coach of the Year, uh, Ben McCollum. So, Coach McCollum, thanks for joining us today. Thanks a lot for having me. Coach, we'll, we'll jump right in. Uh, you've spent eight years at Northwest Missouri State, but if you could just uh, take us through what did your, your career path look like leading up to getting the head coaching job at Northwest? Well, career path-wise, uh, I played junior college basketball coming out of high school, then played at Northwest Missouri State. After that, I actually graduated with a finance degree and then um, was going to go to work for Wells Fargo for oh, probably considerably more money than I did as an assistant coach, but uh, chose to come back, be a graduate assistant at Northwest Missouri State under Steve Tapmeyer, went to Emporia State after that, and then at the age of, I think it was 27, I got my first head coaching job here at Northwest. Uh, took over for Steve Tapmeyer, who I played for and coached under. And, and obviously the, the rest is history. Uh, first two seasons weren't great. Uh, the next few seasons we were able to, to kind of get over that hump and, and win a few championships and obviously the most recent national title. You mentioned you spent uh, you've, you've moved up the ladder quite a bit there at Northwest um, and, and started as an assistant pretty young there. What do you think, uh, you know, personal uh, uh, qualities and, and skills that you had and coaching qualities and skills uh, helped you ascend from assistant now up to the head coach? Yeah, I think the, uh, the biggest few things and, and even for young coaches trying to advance their careers, I wasn't ever afraid to do anything so we always whenever i hire a manager an assistant or whatnot i always say well if i ask you to go get me coffee i want the answer back okay do you want donuts with that coffee rather than getting mad because i'm asking you to do such a uh, a low-level job so i was never afraid to do those low-level jobs um i think the second thing that that we see is is guys with a great deal of energy seem to advance pretty quickly in the coaching circles as well and and that was something that i always prided myself on is is having a great deal of energy and then third just giving great effort daily and if you do those things and maintain a level of loyalty to the person above you i think you'll you'll be able to advance your coaching career fairly quickly and and um, those were the things that that i focused on uh and and was fortunate enough to to have the right coaches above me and david moe at emporia state and Steve Tapmeyer, uh, and then had a little luck where Steve Tapmeyer retired and wanted a former Bearcat to take over. So you mentioned some of the former coaches that you worked for. Uh, are those guys some of the, the biggest mentors you've had in your life, and who may be some other mentors that you've learned a lot from along uh, over the years? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, Steve Tapmeyer to start. When I came from junior college and I came here, I, I never quite understood what it it meant to be a, a first place culture. And he showed me quickly the, the level of accountability, the level of intensity, uh, being ready every single day, 
those types of things. Steve Tapmeyer showed me those types of things in my first year here. David Moe gave me a lot of the X's and O's that, that we currently use and, and how to coach those X's and O's offensively in particular. And, and so then I, I had a good base, just X's and O's, and then obviously with the mental side of things from Steve Tapmeyer. Um, you know, outside of that, other influences was just the, the, the influence of your parents, my mother in particular, that um, influenced me throughout and, and um, helped me get to the point where you know, we're never a victim. We're always, um, you know, trying to work towards things and hold ourselves accountable. As a coach, uh, how would you describe your leadership style, both on and off the court? I try to use a lot of positive reinforcement, a lot of positive energy. And, and when coaches say that, I think a lot of times they're scared to hold people accountable. We still hold kids accountable, and there still are some consequences, and I will still get after kids. I, I think the way we do it is we use it a positive approach. We don't tell kids what they shouldn't do or what they can't do we try to tell kids what they should do and i think kids feed off of that and and you know it's not hey that's a bad shot it's no let's try to get this good shot or hey um don't miss classes it's more go to class <laughs> and so we use it from a positive perspective so my style would be high energy positive and have a lot of fun we, we have a lot of fun in our program and if it's not fun we don't do it and so um, that's just how we've always, we've always done it. Coach, you mentioned that early on in your tenure as the head coach at Northwest, your, your team didn't quite have the success that you were hoping for, but obviously now have achieved the highest levels of success. Uh, first for you, how did you stay patient and how did you stay uh, positive in those years where, where you weren't quite getting to where you wanted to be win and loss wise? Well, it was tough when we first came in, we always stuck with the philosophy that we need really good kids in each position and, and, and real specific um, qualities in each of these kids. And so we tried to go get those kids right away. And, and for a year, uh, the first season, I, I, I tried to be something that I wasn't. I tried to be my old head coach, Steve Tapmeyer, uh, where, you know, he'll get after kids a little bit more. And then the second year I tried to be, David Moe was super positive. In the third year, we finally transitioned, and I, I decided it was probably time to be myself. <laughs> and and uh, all the while, we made sure that we continued with getting the high-quality kids uh, that we talked about right away. So we stuck with that throughout. And then I learned it was okay to be who I am as a coach. I didn't have to try to be somebody else. And for me, that's having fun, being positive, working with a great deal of energy, and and how did we stay patient? Uh, you know, that, that's kind of my mentality, I guess, is, is just continue to grind, continue to fight, continue to outwork people. There's a lot of good coaches. There's a lot of good teams. And there's a lot of talent out there. I've found that the, the teams and the coaches that make it or continue to win uh, are the teams that are mentally tougher than the rest. And so we always tried to be mentally tougher as a staff and, and as a program. and and um, so that's why we were able to stay patient. Uh, how would you say that you, uh, you, you touched on this a little bit before, but you know, what were the most important, uh, I guess, uh, uh, what's the, what was the most important growth in your program that you think helped build that championship culture that, that now has your program, you know, a perennial contender, not just in your conference, but the national level? Um, you know, I think it was, 
um, probably towards the end of my second season, we had uh, a road game and, and, and at that point it was like, boy, we, I think we had lost like eight or nine in a row. And, and at that point I was like, boy, maybe I, maybe I can't do this. Maybe we're not a great coaching staff. And so you start to get some of that self doubt and, and then I went back to the game and realized my emotion, my emotional, I guess, level uh, during that game. I was acting frustrated. I was acting mad. And, and I understand it. Uh, it helped me understand the influence of my energy on my team and, and then everybody else's energy on each other. And so from that point forward, we really focused on making sure that our energy was positive and we kind of worked through things and, and never were frustrated. And, and I think then uh, that transition to that next season where that mental toughness came through. And so uh, we were able to get over the top. Uh, the other part of that is just getting really good. Those first two seasons, we had to teach those those kids that we got in my first year and then my second year. And and now they're juniors and, and a couple seniors. And so uh, part of it was just getting those kids in there. And now the culture just kind of uh, continues and snowballs. So, Coach, we've talked about winning the national championship last year. Just from an overall perspective, what was it like for you uh, to not just achieve that personal goal that you obviously had, but to help your assistants achieve that goal and, and certainly to help your student-athletes achieve that, that ultimate goal? Well, it's, it's kind of a tough, tough dynamic because for four seasons we were in the – or I'm sorry, for three seasons prior we were in the Sweet 16, and, and two of them lost to the national champions, one in overtime and my best player, best post player, tore his Achilles two minutes into that game. And then um, I guess it would have been last season, it would have been 15-16, we lost the eventual national champions by two with 4.6 seconds. So we had been right there, so we understood – how good we can be uh, with basketball. It's a little bit different. And that's why it's so fun to watch the NCAA tournament division one NCAA tournament is you can have those upsets. And so it involves a little luck as well, but to win it, I guess externally uh, helped everybody understand that the level of our program that, that we understood four or five seasons ago where we were at. Um, this just helped everybody else understand, Hey, this is where we've been at. We just had a little bit more luck this season, uh, didn't have as many injuries, whatever it may be. We made a shot when before we didn't make that shot, got a call when before we didn't get that call, whatever it may be. Um, we had a little bit more luck and were fortunate enough to win the national title and have that result that everybody needed to see um, because we've seen it all along throughout the process. Now looking ahead to this year and beyond, uh, how do you as a coach make sure that the success doesn't get to, to your head, to your assistant's head, and, and to your player's head? You know, how do you keep them hungry to continue uh, you know, reaching those goals that, that you have as a program? I think it goes back to, to even the original question right there. Um, I guess the previous question is we focus on process. So we've always understood that, that we had a special team and, and could have won a national title had we had a little bit of, I guess, luck. And so we've been at this point before. Now, obviously, with the national title, you start to get a little bit more of the what we call poison from the outside where people tell you how good you are all the time. I think what we need to focus on is the process and just keep focusing on the daily process of, yeah, you won this national title, but 
but why? And and focusing daily on that, not talking about um, the success that we've had. And if we do, use it in the context of, okay, now why do you do these things? And, and so if we focus on that why consistently, which we do, uh, I think that we're going to be okay. Great. You touched on this a little bit, but uh, it sounds like you're, you know, between the, the culture you guys have built and the upperclassmen that you guys have coming back up, is there any concern about some added pressure, whether it be from friends, from family, or from just the outside basketball world? Uh, you know, how do you, how do you keep the pressure off of your kids uh, to feel like they have to go out and match last year? Yeah, I think, um, I think the pressure really came last season where we had been to three straight suit 16s. We were knocking on that door for the national championship. And then for the most part throughout the whole season, I want to say maybe 10, 12 weeks out of the season, we were number one in the country, but hadn't accomplished anything because that's just a ranking. And so that pressure was probably more so last year than it's this year. This season will probably be, more along the lines of, of a complacency thing where you get told so much how good you are and how exciting last season was that eventually you start to perform, you start to focus on that performance and the results rather than enjoying that process. And so it really goes back to making sure that we focus on that process. But as far as the pressure goes, I almost like more pressure. And I think the concern this year is we won't have as much pressure uh, to do those things because they've already done it. And, and so uh, creating that hunger without the pressure is going to be the biggest challenge this season. Great, Coach. And then we'll wrap up just by asking you first, uh, personally, what are your goals for the upcoming season? Uh, how do you hope to improve as a coach? And then uh, obviously your team goal would be to win another national championship. But going a little bit deeper than that, what are your goals for your team this season? Well, I guess for, for me, I'm always a big believer in regular season and trying to win that regular season conference championship. I think the body of work that a team shows really shows how successful they, they are or were. I think a national title just gives you relevance externally. Uh, but so our goal every year is to win that regular season conference championship because that's, that's throughout injuries, that's throughout – taking people's best shots. That's through uh, all those different things. Whereas in a tournament setting, you know, one bad day or one injury can cost you, make you lose, or, or essentially one hot day can help you win. And so um, we don't necessarily buy too much into that uh, tournament setting. Now, obviously every year your goal is to try to win a national championship, um, but we don't focus on that. We focus on the, the regular season and getting as good as we can possibly get through that regular season to eliminate some of those luck things that happen in the tournament because we're so good throughout the regular season. So, so that's our, our number one objective. Great. Well, Coach McCollum, thanks again for joining us today on the NABC Academy and, and uh, the NABC Academy web, webinar and podcast series. Coach, good luck this season. And uh, once again, all of our webinars can be accessed for free at NABC.com and the NABC's YouTube channel or in podcast form on iTunes. So, Coach, uh, can't thank you enough again for joining us. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Take care.